Hello, welcome to the Holiness Preaching Online Podcast. Grab your Bible and listen to God's voice through our anointed Pentecostal holiness ministers as they deliver the burning message on their hearts. Thank you for your support. Seventh chapter of the book of Matthew. It's been a while since I preached about the cross, but I'd like for us to read this wonderful, wonderful uh, recording on the death of Christ. And we'll start reading at verse 33. And uh, I'm just glad for Calvary, aren't you? Well, three of you are. I said, I'm glad for Calvary, aren't you? Amen. I was reading, uh, and, uh, sometime back now, and, uh, I was reading one of the, uh, historians, uh, by the name of Origen. He lived in the second century, uh, AD, and, uh, he recorded, <clears throat> That this, this place that's called Calvary or Golgotha, he said, tradition says that Christ was crucified where Adam was buried and where his skull was found. Amen. The last Adam brought us life. The first Adam brought us death. I'm glad for Jesus. I said, I'm glad for Jesus. So we'll start reading tonight. Now, if y'all just have patience, we're going to read several verses here. So, amen. I believe the Bible is worth reading. And for you that have not read the Bible this week, this will help you catch up. Amen. So we're going to start reading at verse 33. And reading down several verses here, if you'll bear with us, if you have it, say amen. And when they were come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall, and when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. Verse 36, I want you to notice that. And sitting down, they watched him there. And set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and another on the left, and they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise the chief priests mocking him, 
with the scribes and elders said, He saved others. Himself he cannot save. Now I want to tell you, if he had come down from the cross and saved himself, he could not have saved anybody else. He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. The thieves also which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabathani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And some of them that stood there when they heard that said, This man calleth for Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, Let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the, sla- of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Now when the centurion and they that were there watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God, not a, the Son of God. And many women were there beholding far off, which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto, unto him, among which were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's children. You may be seated. I I know that's a lot of reading for you standing tonight, but I trust that the Lord will help us for just a little while. Verse 36 said, And sitting down, they watched him there. Amen. Verse 54 said that those centurion soldiers were watching Jesus. Amen. And uh, I was reading a little article some time back, and and I'll rehearse it to you before I get started here. Amen. Uh, Brother Brother Seal, I haven't got a, I don't have anything to uh, title this with. Do yourself the honor. Amen. Uh, it was, uh, this article was carried by a Lutheran, and uh, uh, he said, An earnest Christian man and faithful reader of the Bible was assailed by an infidel. I do not understand, nor do I believe, he said, that the blood of Jesus Christ can wash away my sin. And the... Uh, 
the Christian man said, you, sir, and Paul the apostle quite agree on that subject. He said, if you turn in your Bible to the first chapter of 1 Corinthians and read the 18th verse, it goes like this. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. Hallelujah. The infidel hung his head, so the story said, and began to study the Bible and eventually became converted. Amen. I want to tell you there's still power in the blood and the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, sometimes when you first look at something, you don't, you don't see the whole picture. Uh, tonight, uh, when we were getting ready to start service, I turned this mic on and it was dead. And uh, I had been in that room several times tonight and I thought everything was on. I looked at it several times. Amen. I thought maybe somebody switched the microphone. So I got a different microphone. No deal. Still no juice and power. Amen. And, uh, who is it? Uh, Richard? Amen. Went in there and looked and he said, ah, said one of those buttons is not pushed. I'd looked at that several times. Amen. All the other buttons was on, but that one wasn't. And I want to tell you, you look at things sometime and you don't see everything. You have to look more than one time. I lost y'all right there. Amen. And the more you look at things, the more you see. Amen. A glance does not register in your mind what you have seen unless you just step back and look. Stare at it if you need to. Amen. And, uh, oh, help me, Lord. These, these guards, the military guard of the Romans, they were rough men. They were strong men. They had seen many, many crucifixions. And being the, uh, rough, tough, and mean soldiers that they were, amen, it was their duty, amen, uh, to watch the person that was crucified. Amen. To keep some semblance of order that nobody come to fool with that man that was being crucified. They, they were there to guard. Amen. Are y'all still here? Amen. But the more they studied and the more they looked and the more they really realized what they were looking at, they come to realize that this was not just an ordinary man. Amen. The guards were appointed to watch him. Amen. But the more they watched and hearing him, amen, extracted out of all of those guards. Amen. If you just read that 54th verse again, amen. And now when the centurion and they that were with him, amen, watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, amen, saying truly, this was the Son of God. Amen. When they looked beyond just the visible flash of the moment, 
Amen. They saw more than they expected to see. They come to realize that this is not just a prophet. This is not just a good man. This is not just an ordinary human. Amen. This was the Son of God. Amen. They had said earlier in that verse, amen, in that uh, in those verses that I already read to you, amen. He said, I am the Son of God. In John chapter 10, amen, you'll find where Jesus said, I am the Son of God. Amen. They heard that, but it never registered until they began to look and see Calvary. Amen. I want to tell you, I wish we could get church people to get another glimpse of Calvary and realize what it really means to us. It's more than just a man on a cross. It's more, come on here, it's more than just a bleeding man. It's more than just a beaten man. It's more, amen, than just a prophet. Amen, it's the Son of God. Amen, that is hung on Calvary's tree. Amen, held not by the nails in his hands and feet, but by the love in his heart for the human race. Amen, that whosoever will can come and drink of the waters of life freely. Amen. Somebody say amen. Truly, this was the Son of God. Amen. Let me, let me ask you a question. What do you see when you look at a picture of the cross? These lights over this pulpit is in the form of a cross. What does it mean to you? Amen. A lot of churches have on the back wall behind the pulpit, amen, a wooden cross hanging there. Some have three crosses. Amen. When you're driving down the, am I doing all right here? We're driving down the highway, whoever that millionaire was, that I don't know who he was. Somebody said he is from West Virginia. Amen. That went through the country. Amen. And got permission to put three crosses on the, in the fields, uh, as farmers. Amen. And of course, the, the middle cross was the greatest in gold. Amen. But I want to tell you, what do you see when you look at the cross? Come on here. I remember reading and I told you years ago about the, the old time preacher man. Amen. That had preached in the church. Uh, for years and years and he finally retired and amen, a young preacher came and they built a new sanctuary. They added on and everything was beautiful and they had, uh, uh, asked this old time preacher man to come back and preach the church dedication. Amen. And he did and he preached it and he said it was cold. It was dead. It was lifeless. Amen. And, uh, so he got through preaching and went down the sidewalk and he noticed that the old church building was on the next piece of land. So he said, I'll just walk down there and see what's in there. Amen. He said the door was hanging by its hinges on one side. Amen. And just kind of lopsided. Amen. And he said he pushed it open and it was dark, no electricity in there. Just from the sunlight that came in through the windows and half of those were broke out. Amen. And he walked down the center aisle remembering the many times that he had preached and the power of God came down. Amen. And he went to that pulpit 
Amen. And nosed over in the corner was the old rugged cross. Amen. That used to hang on the wall behind the pulpit. And he went over and looked at, looked at it and there was an inscription on it. Amen. He took his hand and brushed the dust off and the inscription read, Stranger, as you pass by, does this cross mean anything to you? I want to tell you, it means something to me. It's more than just a cross. It's more than just two pieces of wood. Come on, somebody say amen. Look again. Amen. There's a man hanging on the cross. You can see that. But look again. Amen. There's a sign over the cross. Amen. And what does it say? Amen. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Amen. They, they wrote that song, uh, wrote that inscription intending for it to be a reproach. Amen. But God turned it around and it became the truth. Jesus, the King of the Jews. It didn't say, come on here. It didn't say, he said I'm the King of the Jews. Amen. Or he used to be. Amen. He just simply said, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. And I want to tell you, I want to get another glimpse of Calvary. I want to look again at that hill called Golgotha. I want to look again and there's more than just two pieces of wood. There's more than just a man hanging on the cross. My sins was on that cross. My sins was nailed there. My life was changed because of Calvary. Woo! Hey, man, if I could get us to look this evening, hey, man, and say it's more, hey, man, than just a man. It's the Son of God. Look at the cross. Amen. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my soul rolled away. It was there by faith that I received my sight. Hallelujah. Now I'm happy all the day. Oh, thank God. I want to get, amen, if I could get everybody in this county just to look at Calvary. Get another glimpse, amen, of what God got that really means to you. Amen. Come on here. My wife's from Texas. Amen. She's a native of Texas. Oh, we lived in Texas. Amen. After we was married for 16, 18 years. Amen. And I've been to a lot of different parts of Texas. And, and, uh, anybody here been to Texas? Yeah. All right. Amen. But there's one thing that stands out to me about Texas. Remember the Alamo. That's history. That's this, come on here. That's the theme that rang out. Amen. In 1836, in the month of March. Amen. When Santa Ana, the Mexican general, invaded, <coughs> amen, Texas. Amen. With four to six thousand uh, soldiers. Amen. Brutal men. Amen. And they went to, come on, y'all stay with me. Amen. They went to San Antonio where there was, come on here, 150 men held up in the Alamo. Amen. In, uh, 
uh, in San Antonio, Texas, 150 men against, amen, four to 6,000 army, amen, amen. There was men like Colonel William Travis, Jim Bowie, come on here, David Crockett, amen, and a host of other great, strong men that we remember in history, Amen. What are they against a mighty force? Amen. Of the Mexican army. Amen. Of course, they were all killed. Are y'all still with me? Amen. They gave their life. But oh, hallelujah. The message went out all over Texas. Amen. Gathering an army. Remember the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. Praise God. Amen. Are y'all still with me? Amen. General Sam Houston. Woo. Hallelujah. Amen. Gathered an army of Texans together. Amen. And they uh, met uh, at the Santa Ana at San Jacinto, Texas. Amen. Glory to God. And they captured him and destroyed his army. But the message was, remember the Alamo. Amen. Tonight, praise God, remember Calvary. I said, remember Calvary. That ought to be the message of every Christian. Amen. Remember Calvary. To the lost souls that's going to hell. Remember Calvary. The blood of Jesus saves us from our sins. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm feeling better. Amen. This is Jesus. Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Amen. It was written in three different languages, Greek, Latin, and Hebrew, to where everybody that passed by could read the inscription. This is Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. I want to tell you, the message is simple. It's not complex. It's not hard to understand. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. Look again. Get another glimpse. Amen. The earth quaked. Amen. As if it feared to soak up the blood of Jesus that was dripping from the cross. Amen. Like it had soaked up the blood of Abel. Amen. Righteous Abel, if you will. Amen. They, the blood. Amen. Abel's blood cried from the ground for vengeance of his death. But I want to tell you, the blood of Jesus Christ is crying. Whosoever will, let him come and drink of the waters of life freely. Amen. It is to you. Praise God. I'm just glad that I got a glimpse of Calvary when I was young. Amen. And I'm still saying, oh, Lord, give me a new vision. Let it be done all over again to where I can see it in my own vision. Calvary, the Son of God, amen, died for my sins. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. And they were watching Jesus. I want to tell you, the cross and the blood has still got power. There's no, 
There's no will too mean and no spirit that's too big or too hard or too bold. Amen. But the power of the cross can penetrate. Marcia, remember Calvary. Texas remembers the Alamo to this day. But I remember Calvary from over 2,000 years ago. Amen. And I've seen case-hardened sinners that was so rebellious against the church and God. Amen. When they come into a church door somewhere. Amen. The message went out. Oh, hallelujah. And conviction fell. I'm going to tell you, we need more conviction. Hello here. I said we need more Holy Ghost conviction. Amen. And sometimes when conviction comes, amen, uh, it seems like the people get meaner when they get convicted. But I want to tell you, it's okay. Amen. God knows how to break that will. Amen. Ah, yes. Hallelujah. Uh, I just want to tell you, remember Calvary. What do you see when you look at Calvary? What do you see when you read Matthew 27? It's more than just a story. It is my sins that's nailed to the cross. Remember Calvary. Lord Jesus, we're thankful in our hearts. We're thankful in our hearts for the precious, precious blood of Jesus that paid the price for our sins. We're grateful, Lord. We thank you for it. Before we come pray, let me just rehearse to you again ah, the story that I've told you before. San Francisco, California, an actual true happening. Five, six thousand people or more than that in the auditorium. The man who was to speak that night was known all over everywhere. People came to hear him because he was such an orator. And he spoke that night against the blood of Jesus. Amen. It was quiet. Nobody said anything. He spoke for over an hour, a very convincing orator. Amen. And when he went and sat down, an old gray-headed grandma, amen, stood to her feet and quietly, just above a whisper, she began to sing, There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that blood lose all their guilty stain. She started on the second verse and a hundred people stood with her. 
Amen. They sang the second verse, and by the time she got to the last verse, Amen. Half of the congregation was standing and seeing, singing, Dear Lamb of God, thy precious blood will never lose its power till all the ransomed church of God be saved to sin no more. Woo! Remember Calvary! Remember the blood! He's alive! He still saves! Woo! Everybody stand. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Thank God for Calvary. Remember Calvary. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for Calvary. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, hallelujah. Hi, thank you for listening to the Holiness Preaching Online Podcast. We hope this sermon encouraged you. If you would like to send us audio sermons to be played on the podcast or put on our website, please contact us. You can send us an email at hpoministries at gmail.com. Please tell your friends and family about our podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. Once again, thanks for your support. May God richly bless you.